Reading from chapter 4, text 34. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Yes, yes, Sri Bhagavat. Okay, I got it. Okay. Yes, yes, Sri Bhagavat. One who yearns to attain the Lord may attain him in any place. He need not travel to the Lord's abode. Omigana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksu and Militamyena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanyamano Bistam Stapitamyena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vanchakalpa Tarubyas Chakripa Sindhu Bhavacha Patitanam Pavanebyo Vaishnavebyo Namo Namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Srivasa De Gaur Bhaktivinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So greetings from Govardhan. Raghunath's group has been here. Um, and Jai Jagannath's group. Today, we went on Vikram. I had quite a group, and we passed the Dandavatis of Jai Jagannath. And I did a program here at my house. I hosted them. Yeah, it was just so nice. I love hosting Vaishnavas and doing it properly. And then my courtyard is probably the most wonderful place to give class. It's just got such an ambience. Um, and we're doing our Kartik Vrata. It's called Niyama Seva. Niyama means every day. When you say Nitya, it can mean eternally or it can mean every day. Like in the verse, Nashta Prayeshu Abhadreshu, Nityam Bhagavata Seva. By serving the Bhagavat, the book Bhagavat, and the, or the person Bhagavat, and they're the same because the book Bhagavat tells about the person Bhagavat, and the person Bhagavat tells about the book Bhagavat. Anasta prayeshu all that's above inauspicious is almost destroyed to nil by nityam, by every day. <laughs> so this is Niyamaseva, and among Gaudiya Vaishnavas. I have the opportunity to do the more traditional thing. Generally, it's Chaturmasya, because in the, the rainy season, you know, you can't farm, you know, the rains. So um, people go to a holy place and they, you know, they have their practice for much, you know. That's great. You know, in New York, what is America, you get like two weeks vacation or three weeks vacation. Um, you get two or three weeks vacation. And in India, in traditional life, you get three months. 
practicing spiritual life. So that would be traditional, and sadhus would do that. But for Gaudiya Vaishnavas who travel and preach, they can't take four months. But at least Karti, they do Niyama Seva. And Niyama Seva basically is just like Jayadvaita Marjas. What's your secret in spiritual life? He said, I do the same thing every day. So the really do the same thing every day. So I'm up early, I chant, I write, do my deity worship, and then we walk half halfway around the hill and get back about 7.30 or 8 o'clock, depending on which side. Um, so it's it's been quite quite nice. And it's nice having so many nice guests here. And we had a last minute initiation. Uh, some of you may know um, Kristen and uh, she's Krishna Mayi. And you may know uh, Bob Healy, he's Bhaktivinodas. And cause last minute, we didn't have a fire, we had better than a fire yet. We went to the side of Govardhan Hill. It was just a beautiful ceremony. And as we were kind of almost getting into giving the name, some of the Dandavat Parikramit would just happen to be there, including gopis dancing. And it was it was just a sublime, sublime atmosphere. Now I gotta work out this technology because I don't know why. I'll have to speak to Rati why it has to be downloaded or something every time or something. I usually just click and you open up a book. Um, so I got to figure this out. Because I, I figured out this section I was struggling with. And in one sense, the reason I was struggling with is that, you know, I think my forte is, you know, is the stories open your heart and then you put the philosophy in. Unless we have just as stories, <laughs> has to be like some philosophy, some philosophical content. And the philosophical content is rep repetitive. It's that someone who, who is advanced um, in Krishna consciousness, it's it's it, it's the same. Anyabilashita shunyam jnana karma jnanabritam anukulyena krishna nu bhakti uttama. That the main characteristic is anukulyena. He wants to please Krishna. Krishna nu and therefore his activities, his work, body, words, and mind, anu they follow Krishna. When you love someone, you follow them. How do you follow them? You follow their desire rather than just your own desire. That's called love. And when it's to God, it's it's called universal love because somehow everything's inclusive of God. And if you really in your heart worship God, you become it's it's there's kripa. Kripa kripa means kripa means mercy to someone. It's directed, Guru Kripa, Radha Kripa, Krishna Kripa. You get the mercy. And Doya means for everyone. So somehow or other, when you 
worship God in a sincere way. Um, it's for everyone. It's for everyone. Um, anyway, so it, it describes, you know, that pure devotional service. You know, no other extraneous desires that are connected to a motive. And it's not covered by karma or gan. So it's just, a, it, it, and one who has that love, it doesn't matter where he is. Because every circumstance is just a different form of Krishna's mercy to allow you to respond to serve him. So you don't have so much of a distinction of, of places, especially of the devotees that are being described here. And the same verses I'm quoting all the time, Narayana Parasarve, one who's Narayana Parayana, who loves Narayana, Narayana Parasarve, Nakutaschanya Bibhyati, Swaga Pavaga, Narakeshu, Swaga, heavenly planets, Pavaga, earth planet, don't care, just want to serve God. And then we also see the theme that someone who um, is in that consciousness um, he neither he, he, he resists praise he, he exists praise because praise exalts one and you, and they fear if they're exalted their 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 consciousness will become material which is I am superior the whole material consciousness is I am superior. And how I am superior because I enjoy and control more than others. So when you praise, they're afraid it, it exalt one to material consciousness. And not only then, it's not just that they're afraid, they have no desire for material consciousness. They're really in, in, in love with God. You can shut that now. They're really in love with God. They're really in love with God. So they, they don't care about superiority. They don't care about it. They don't want it. And therefore, when praise comes, they see it as ant antithetical to their mood and understanding of who they are and what they want. So we see each, each person that's praised deflects it. And then we also see that there's some very, very interesting philosophical story here that we're following. And the philosophical story is, is that this is a summary of the Bhagavatam. It's a different story, but it parallels the philosophical flow of the Bhagavatam exactly. And how does it, it how does it follow the philosophical flow of the Bhagavatam exactly? At least how I analyze. The Bhagavatam is meant. Give me the phone, it keeps on banging in my ear, and it's just like a lot of 
Um, the, the, the story may be different. The form may be different. The language may be different. You can express the same thing in a different language. It has a completely different form. And you can expl explain the same thing in a different story, but have the exact same meaning to it. And that's what's happening. And, 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 and just how it parallels how it parallels is the goal is to be able to understand Krishna's pastimes as the highest degree of service. And that's a challenge. And I describe, I describe what prejudice is. Prejudice is, is when you have an experience with something and you generalize it. You have a problem with some ethnicity and you generalize it to all ethnicity. And then you're prejudiced. When you meet someone, you prejudge them based on that experience, which you've generalized. So that's the same thing that, that, that the Bhagavatam is fearful about. That we've had an experience of boy, girl, and we've, in, which is lust, and we've generalized that to all experiences of boy-girl. When the highest experience of boy-girl, the highest manifestation of boy-girl, has nothing to do with lust. It's Radha and Krishna. So we prejudge it. So to prevent us from prejudging it and giving us the lens of service, both the Bhagavatam and the Brihad Bhagavatam, but discuss a progression of devotees in deeper and deeper levels of intimacy, which are basically just different shapes of the same thing, which is dasya ras, the mood of service, the mood of devotional service. And it may manifest in reverence, it may manifest in friendship, it may manifest in parental love, but it's basically the same thing. The same core thing. I mean, it has a specific, specific, specificity. Spe specificity. Specificity. It's a specificity, but it's the same thing. And then you get this understanding what it is. You not only get the understanding what it is by hearing about these devotees, you become attracted to it, and that which you att become attracted to comes to your heart. So with the mood and understanding of service, when you come to Radha Krishna's pastimes, that's what you see. And that's the goal, that we should come to the pastimes and be able to hear the pastimes and be inspired to achieve a level of service to God. So that's the basic thing, and it keeps on coming. I've explained this before. So I actually, which I generally don't prepare very much. I'm just like, I'm just a lazy, intelligent, resourceful person. And and so I prepared, and then it disappeared. <laughs> but anyway, I'll, I'll tell you where we're basically at. We're at the point of Prahlad deflecting praise which was 
profusely profusely offered to him by first by by Lord Shiva who said go see Prahlad to Narada and then Narada coming right now to Prahlad and just profusely glorifying him which is also an interesting thing because it's the guru seeking the association of the disciple even in one of the purports it says that Narada Muni is the Diksha Guru of Prahlad so which puts Prahlad in a very difficult situation because you can't disobey your guru. But then the guru is the one that's praising you <laughs> and you want to deflect it. So it, that's the section I want to read. It was very interesting because he accepted the praise, but it, it, but kind of minimized it. So at the first same time, he wouldn't say, okay, I, I didn't want to disobey his guru, but at the same time, he just couldn't accept it. Um, and then there was one section, it's not this one, but it's the same point, so I'll speak about it, where, where Pallad is, where Pallad, when Narada was said to see Pallad, he went to Sutaloka. He went to some planet where Pallad's grandson Balimarj was there and because of Balimarj's sacrifice of everything when he gave the three steps of land it's just so interesting he gave everything and he won God's heart that's the nature of that's the nature of love if you love someone then you are subservient to their desires. And what control is, is means that people are subservient to your desires. So you relinquish control to those whom you love. And therefore, Vamana relinquish control to Bali Maharaj out of love for his, his sacrifice. He gave everything. And therefore he agreed to be a gatekeeper on Bali's planet somehow. So, so Prahlad is there. It's his grandson. So Narada is being directed there. And there he meets Prahlad and he profusely praises him. And it's not difficult to praise Prahlad. If, and therefore, you, again, it's a summary of the Bhagavatam. So you get like kind of a, a one verse line of all the story of the seventh canto. You know, maybe this 15, 20, you did, you know, he just gave a line. It looked at the seventh canto through the glorification of Prahlad. So what is it? He preached to the young kids. He he wasn't, his service was unbroken, even though his father had tried to torture him to give it up. Um, he attracted the the affection of Lord Nishringadev, who called him closer and started to lick him in affection. So he had all these, these glorifications. And, and then he, 
he he wants to he he just wants to negate all of them. And then one of the glorifications is is you're on the Lord's planet. And how great is that? Pilate says, well, not so great. Because and 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 this is another point I made that our separation from God, and this is shown in the story of, of, of Nishringadeva Pilad more than any other story, that our separation from God is a matter of consciousness. It's not, it's not, it's not a physical separation from God. It's a matter of consciousness. Everything in the spiritual world, our de uh, God's determination is an absolute fact. It says that in the Bhagavad Gita in, in one of the verses. Mayadyakshena prakriti suyate sa sharacha. Mayadyakshena, he's controlling everything. His determination is an absolute fact. And if you serve God and you want service and you want service purely, your determination is an absolute fact. Why should you be separated from God if you want God? And if you are separated from God, you're not actually separated from God. Because if, if the separation is increasing the desire to be with God, on some level, you're actually there. Even, you know, so, so here, he says, one who yearns to attain the Lord may attain him in any place. He need not travel to the Lord's abode. And I quoted another verse from Brahma Samhita, Pantastu Koti Satavatsura Sampagam Yo Vayor Atapi Manaso. You can go by the speed of mind for millions and millions of years and not still not attain God. Still not attain God. It's another dimension. And therefore, the separation from God is our faith, our, our, our trust in that objective to be with God and serve God and have a relationship with God and be with God. Our, our desire for that and, 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 and that faith in that go is our only separation from it. Otherwise, how can God have innumerable de devotees and, and satisfy each one of them in a personal relationship if it was restricted by spatio-temporal restrictions? It's got to be beyond spatio-temporal restrictions. Because God, because that would that would mean that there's something greater than God. So time and space are not controlling God, and they don't control the devotee who serves God either. So this is just one of the ways in which Pallad deflects, deflects one of the praises. And he deflects each and every praise in that same way. So we'll just read, if the Lord always stays in his Bali gate, then why did I travel so far 
to see him, the Lord who wears yellow garments. So if he's localized in one place, then why did I go to another place to see him? And then you get that quote, I think it's from Hegel, which I repeated many times, where there is no circumference, the center is everywhere. And isn't that the very essence of the of the, the Shringadev pastime? Is your God in this pillar? Is he, you know, yes. You know, then I will kill him. And, and he was in the pillar. But do you think he wasn't in another pillar? Or he wasn't in an atom? Or he wasn't in your heart? We always project our own experience of the world of cause and effect on God when, when that's illogical. Because he, he's beyond all that. So, yeah, we just got to increase our desire. <laughs> yeah, I had this, this realization. I, I was explaining in my Monday morning greetings that like sometimes I'm just walking around that hill and the article comes, you know, it just comes. Well, the idea to write the article came. Or I was giving class. I, I, I have this group of devotees, a small group. Whenever I go into Vrindavan, they come. And we're discussing very high stuff. The second chapter, the Madhya which is Radharani's Lord Chaitanya's ecstasies, which is the mood of Radharani at the height of her love, which is her separation. So I, I, we discussed this many times that reconciling that the agony and the ecstasy. And I gave that simple example of watching a drama and feeling the drama, but enjoying it at the same time. You're feeling these sentiments that are, that are, are, are negative, that actually the foundation of them is a bob of ecstasy. And I said, that must be the same thing as Radharani. The separation must be in the drama of Krishna. The couching is, is her, her, high, her, her love, which is the highest ecstasy. So I, ha I had the same realization the next day. I was sitting on my zero gravity chair. I love sitting on those... Because at my age, I think if I just sit at a desk, I think I'll ruin my back. So I'd like to sit on these chairs, which they take the, the thing. And I sit on the side of the bed and I have my books. And uh, so I'm chanting. And, and it, it, it's something when you're chanting a lot. I don't know what it is, but it makes it so much easier. And especially going around. And I chant in the morning when I get up. And then the chanting was getting deeper and it came to the voice of to go deeper there has to be full unconditional surrender. And then I saw the pain. <laughs> I saw the pain of, of, of because what pain, what, what suffering means is going against your attachments. 
Asado told me that's the pain of death. It's not the physical pain. It's it's losing the family. It's losing the identity. So, but there, there, you know, so there's a pain in giving up things also that are not good for you. There's a pain. There's a pain in giving it up. And people give up alcohol, they give up drugs, or they give up some potatoes. There's, there's a pain. So I was just, when I was chanting, I was going deeper, and I was just, wow. Yeah, this is scary. But I realized, at the same time, there was this kind of lingering pain, like, oh, these subtle things have to go. This lingering. But at the same time, the devotion was increasing. So I had the same kind of realization that anytime anything increases your devotion, even if there's pain involved, the core foundation is happiness. So anyway, she says, why did I go someplace else? God is everywhere. By your Lordship's mercy, the Supreme Personality of God may have some affection for me. Still, the glory of that affection is very insignificant in comparison to the great mercy received by even the newest devotees. So they have some conception here of the simple bhaktas that came up before. Describe the people in Vaikuntha as so pure. So, but why just them? That purity is here in this world too. Um, so he's deflecting. He, have, he may have some affection for me. But it's not much compared to the real devotees. The real devotees. Prabhupada said Krishna is responsive. So when someone like Bhaktivinoda, you're describing to me, I'll embarrass you, but anyway, describing to me that you're FaceTiming your daughter, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she kissed the phone and hugged the phone. She loves her father, right? So um Yeah. So there's there's affection when someone gives themselves to you. There's affection. So he's saying, yeah, he has some affection for me, but it's nothing like that. So there's levels of affection. He's saying it's nothing like the pure devotees. So Prahlad is deflecting the praise. He says, no, they're, they're real devotees. So you saw some affection because he he can't say to Narada when Narada says he he has some affection for you, you're the greatest devotee. He, he can't say no. This is his guru. So he says yes, he has affection, but it's nothing like even the newest devotees. 
O Lord, whose heart melts with limit nirapati boundless kripa nirapati boundless mercy are a melting chitta nirapati kripadri chitta whose heart is melting with unlimited mercy your heart is melting with unlimited mercy and the, the, you know, and and, and God has to have Odarya. He has Madhurya. He has when the devotees they have they have Madhurya, they have sweetness. But for the heart to remain open to sweetness, it has to have compassion. It's just like Radha and Krishna. There's that Madhurya. There's sweetness. And when they want to give that love to others. It's all part of the pure heart, overwhelming with love. You want to give that love to others, then the odarya, the magnanimity. It's not that Krishna doesn't have magnanimity and only Lord Chaitanya has magnanimity. But when the magnanimity of God, it becomes a little bit more than the intimacy of love. Then Radha Krishna becomes Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Vrindavan becomes Navadvipa. That's why it's Odharyadam. It's the same thing. So, O Lord, whose heart melts with limitless mercy, why should I make you? describing misfortune better you place your glance on the great mercy the Lord has given to him Purusha Hanuman so Prahlad made this point before or maybe it's I don't know I've, I've got to get this where I was but he made this point that he has devotion and he said okay Narada I have great devotion but I'm just meditating on God and I get disturbed. And I, you know, because I'm, I'm managing, you're a king, I get disturbed. So what that means is it means two things. One, the meditation is not real because <laughs> you can't meditate with it. You can't do smart with a disturbed mind. There is called sadhana kram. There's a step-by-step -step process. So you can't, first you can meditate on the name, Nam Rupa, then the form. Then when you meditate on the form, then the, the Nam, the qualities, and then the pastimes. But you can't meditate on the pastimes with a disturbed mind. And also, the commentary will make that the best way, way for meditation is Harinam Kirtan, to become absorbed. We all experience that. There's nothing more absorbing than Kirtan. Um, oh Lord, please know that when the Supreme Personality of God had appeared, 
in his half-man, half-lion form to kill my father, he very quickly did his work and then disappeared again. So I didn't really get that much association with Lord Nishringadev. So you're saying I'm on the same planet. You had, No, he left, he left quickly. I was not able to see the Lord to my heart's content. On the shore of the great ocean, I saw him only for a moment. It was like a flickering dream. Hanuman was very unfortunate. He was able to enjoy the happiness of directly serving the Lord for many thousands of years without obstruction. So Pallad saying, May Bhakta Naya, I'm not really a Bhakta. I mean, you know, you say he shows affection for me, but it was a pastime. He had to kill Aranyakanshipu. He promised. He also because he, he promised also to deliver Jai and Vijay, who now manifest as Aranyakashipu in Araksha. He had to do it. So this is part of the pastime. It's not anything special. It's not anything special. So there's no analysis there of my level of devotion. It's a feeling that you have. And when you really feel devotion, it means you experience God. You, you, you see God everywhere. That's what, that's what prema is. Prema is you see God everywhere. It's everywhere in the consciousness. You see God in everything. And when you see God in everything, You have rel you're relatively insignificant. So he's not he's he's not arguing. He's just not he, he's feeling God's love, but not feeling very significant. So when someone says, "Oh, you're significant," it just what? What? It's not in my vision. It's not my vision. But Hanuman, he was able to see, serve the Lord for thousands of years. Even his childhood, he was extremely strong. By the mercy of the demigods, he received many benedictions. He's always free from old age and death. He is completely fearless, a follower of austere vows, saintly, heroic, figure and the uncommon servant of Lord Ramachandra. So this is Pallad's ecstasy. He's actually in ecstasy. He's describing and glorifying the devotees. It's devotional. When you glorify the devotee, what are you glorifying him for? You're glorifying him for his relationship with Krishna. So when you glorify a devotee, it's bhakti. You're glorifying Krishna. And it's such a good feeling in heart. So Prahlad is actually, we're also seeing his ecstasy in glorifying the devotees. Deflecting praise and glorifying others. He doesn't take pleasure in praise. But he takes pleasure in glorifying others. He, and then he goes, he casually jumped over the fathomless 800 mile wide ocean. He expertly comforted the distressed Sita captive in the palace of the king of the Rakshasas. 
He caused, he taunt, taunted his enemy, burned Lenka, destroyed its fortifications, returned with news of Sita, and was firmly embraced by his master. So here we go. We got the ninth canto in a few verses. He was the great carrier of his master. His tail became a white parasol shading his master, and his broad back became a comfortable seat for his master. He was the leader of those engaged in building the bridge at Setubandu. He fulfilled the needs of Bibishan, broke the strength of the Rakshasas with his great strength, brought the medicinal herd, Vishalya Karini. He brought life again to the army. He greatly pleased both his master and his master's younger brother. He became the devoted carrier of both his master and Sri Lakshman. With very intelligent tactics, he attacked and defeated the enemy. He ch he chanted the transcendental glories of his master, the killer of the Rakshasha king. He brought great happiness to Sita. He is the object of the great transcendental mercy of his master. Even though he's not able to bear separation from his master, he remains in this world by his order. So... That's what devotion means. The world's not about you. That's what love means. The world's not about you. And therefore, someone who actually has love and devotion in his heart, one symptom is he can make great sacrifices for the object of his love. He sustains himself by hearing the glories of his master. Even today, he stands besides the transcendental deity form of his master as he always stood by him in the past. So Ramachandra said, no, you stay here. So he's just before this deity form. And of course, because where there's no circumference, God is everywhere. So if you have devotion, then God will definitely manifest in the deity. And then great, great acharyas who do pranpratishta in temples, then God will appear in that deity for the benediction of others. We have an individual deity, it, it's your devotion. My Lord, the scriptures declare the monkey king Hanuman attained perfection by serving the Lord. In this way, Hanuman's glory is famous in this world. His service brought him the Lord's mercy. I offer my respectful obeisances to Hanuman. Even if he were to come, even if we were to come to him on his own accord, he has no desire to accept any kind of liberation that would check his service to Lord Vishnu, the son of Maharaj Dasarat. I have left much unsaid. Still, your lordship knows his glorious position very well. Please go now to Kimpursha Varsha. See him and become happy. Sri Prakshit said, O Mother Narada then exclaimed, Ah, this is very auspicious. This is very auspicious. He then rose from his seat and traveled through outer space to Kim Purushavarsha. Okay, at least now I know. Verse 55, we're going to see the incredible devotion of Hanuman. Hari Haribo. Okay, Jumuna Jai, you have this simple service of 
getting things going a bit. If you're still here, it's Sunday. You may be working. I think she had to go. Anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Mahaj. Yeah. Yeah, what's up? Here. What? Well, I have a couple questions, but first I want to say that my fave line of the day was the fact that, you know, Krishna, we cannot be separated from him by time or space. Otherwise, that would make space or time superior to him, you know? So I, I like that. That was great. Great rationalization for why, you know, we can't be separated from him. Any question, Gail? Huh? Oh. Yep. You have a question? Yeah, I have a couple questions. Well, I, I don't um, know if I'm... Can you yeah. hear me? Yeah. Kind of. It's not so good for me, but go ahead. Oh. Wait, let me... I don't know. If I... Yeah, it's yeah. not good. Okay. I wonder, is this better? Yeah, that's better. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, so... um, How is it that glorification of the devotees means glorification of Krishna. I mean, I know that, you know, devotees are very dear to Krishna and the devotees, you know, it's not, they don't want any praise for themselves, but how is it like directly glorification of Krishna? Well, besides the fact that nectar devotion, it says that one way you develop your relationship with Krishna is that you love the people that are connected to him. Just like at my Vyas Puja, when my mother comes, uh, well, you love my mother independently, but there is that <laughs> sense. There is that sense that she's my mother, and, you know, it, 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 it kind of has that kind of transference. But on just another platform, um, you know, the devotee is loving Krishna. So, yeah, mm -hmm. therefore, they they love anything in connection to him. They love the devotee loves Krishna, and 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 you're glorifying him. What are you glorifying? You're glorifying someone who's loving Krishna. So that's a glorification of Krishna. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, Maharaj. Oh. The other thing was, you know, Prahlad was saying when he was deflecting you know, his glorification because Lord Nishingadev was giving him so much affection. He was yeah. deflecting by saying that, you know, even new devotees, you know, get more reciprocation than than he did. I didn't really... How did he I see... Didn't, honestly speaking, I didn't figure that one out either yet. Okay. There's okay, okay. some, somehow categorizing... A bhakta is different than Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma and 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 the goddess of fortune. I can't figure that out yet exactly, but it seems to be a category. It seems to be something about worshiping God in this world that has a, a kind of has like a special kind of flavor, almost that like a candle in the dark is more bright. So somehow this devotion in this world somehow has a special category that's kind of really attractive, something like that. But he okay. was also in this world. 
What? But Prahlad, he was also in this world. Yeah. Know? Well, he was just talking of the categories. He didn't. He didn't feel anyway. He didn't feel equal. To okay. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, titles of the chapters can give a hint on this topic. What? Titles of the chapters. I know, but. Yeah, but the others are also bhaktas. That's yes. It, it's it does. Okay, quickly. Anybody else? Okay, someone say hello. Hi, Krishna. Hi, Maharaj Sivat. How are you? Great. Well, great to see your st steadiness, Sivat. Thank you. Um, just a quick little question. So. Um, the mind and body are always like grasping for something. And I think in your like talk, you were saying like spiritually, we could be like grasping or looking for a destination or attaining connection to Krishna. But you were also saying that um, we should just increase our desire for Krishna. Is, but is desire, desire is not grasping. We're just sitting there and, and just, increasing desire can you give me some clarity on that i'm not sure what your question is because okay. yeah grasping for krishna is desiring for krishna yes it's the same thing so but we're not like looking to um go on a journey and find him somewhere is what you what you were saying right no well, it, it is but the journey is more internal than it is external it is a journey. You're going from where you are to someplace else. Correct. But it's more consciousness than anything else. Or the consciousness will carry us to another place, not a vehicle. Okay, gotcha. And then the other thing is the fact that Prahlad was on Shiva Loka and came there. It said he came in a second just by his desire. So that's another mm -hmm. confirmation of it. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, quickly, a few people say hello. I have Hare to go. Krishna Maharaj. Nice Hare to Krishna. see you. And Rangarani is here. Hare Krishna oh, Rangarani. Nice to see you. Wow. <laughs> she came to Kish Maharaj. Please access my Dandavat Maharaj. Thank you. Thank you. It's so nice. I, I, I'm sure she must be giving some classes there and everybody's enjoying yeah, that was very okay. good. We had the uh, Kirtan. And Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Very much. Thank you. Hi, Bob. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Guru Maharaj, Tota Gopi not here. Wow. Great to see. Lao, now going, and so is yeah. over. Yep. You got got real inspired. Uh, and uh, they just, they just all switched around now. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else? Say hello? Hare Krishna Gormaj, it's all good. Thank you for class. Right. Hey, Lal, say hello to Bhakti Vinod. Hare Vol. Hare Krishna. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hey, Amala. I, it, it was one person on Raghunath's tour, 21-year-old girl from Albany. Really? But I said, how do you go here? They say through D Doug, uh, uh, through uh, Megan Dustin. 
Ila. Ila, something like that. Elia. Okay, Haribo. Haribo, thank you. Anybody else? Say hello. Hare Krishna Maharaj. I Hare can't Krishna. see. Hey, Malati, Haribo. Good to see Haribo. you. Good to see you. Thank you for class. Happy Kartik. Okay, thank you. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you so much for the class. So many important things for me. Thank you, great. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Good. One more person. Hey, Gopa. Who's that driving the car? Priya, she got her license. What? Little Priya? Whoa. Amazing. The sunrise. I saw the picture of you. I said, I said, who's that Brahmacharya? <laughs> I didn't I didn't recognize you. Okay, but then I saw Priya. That's great. Congratulations, Priya. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Hare Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. 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 Hey, Brajya. Hare Krishna. Jai. Okay, a few more people will go. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Dharmasak is here. Thank you for the class. Hare Haribo. 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 Oh, you can go now. You just go out to the main road, make a right, mm -hmm. and as you get to the end, to the main road, mm -hmm. it's right on the end on the left. Right on the end on the left, toward the manor. Yes. What? Yeah. Okay, anybody else? Hi, Krishna Gamaraj. Ishwari Radha. Ishwari Radha. Haribo. Haribo. Good. Who else? Hare Krishna Gurudev. This is Tamala. Hare Bow. Good. Two more people. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Ishwari Sundari. Hare Bow. Hare Bow. I met this really on Raghunath's tour, this really nice man who met Raghunath two months ago. He lives in Asheville. Oh, cool. Yeah, I would love to know another devotee in Nashville. Well, I guess he's a devotee now. He wasn't two months ago. <laughs> okay. I can find out from Raghunath. Nice person. Just a nice yeah. person. Yeah, that would be okay. great. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. We'll head out for now. <laughs>